everyone. Happy New Year. This is Mandy Lee, fitness and yoga expert, goal coach, and creator of Becoming a Goal-Getter, a 30-day guide, and, drumroll please, coming soon to a computer near you, the Full Circle Members Community. But more on that later. Right now, I want to welcome you to the Becoming a Goal-Getter podcast. This is where I do my best to load you up with my favorite tips and tools to help you along on your journey to living your best life as a goal-getter. All right, let's get started. Okay, who is as excited as me that it's 2018? I was so ready to leave 2017 in the rearview mirror eating my dust. It was a crazy year. I mean, so much good stuff happened in 2017, a lot of good stuff. Um, I say a lot of good stuff. I would say a lot of lessons, which are good in the end. Um, but it was a lot of learning and like hard learning. <laughs> and, and then I had all of this like medical stuff happen. I ended up having like crazy emergency surgery in the fall and which just, it was like one rug pull after another. And so I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I am so ready for this year. I'm so excited to have a just a fresh start and a blank slate and a chance to just take a new, clean, deep breath and start anew. So um, today I really want to talk to you. I mean, obviously I'm very into goals. I'm very into self-work and, you know, accomplishments and trying to do the best you can and that's what I do. It's what I do for a living. I help people with their goals, whether it's their fitness goals or whatever. So um, this time of year is very exciting for me because this is like goal heaven, right? But that can also lead to what I call the resolution hangover. Like everyone is, and I always laugh because it's like the, you know, hashtag new, new year, new me. No, it's not. I mean, it is it's the same you, you just are trying to be better. So, um, but the resolution hangover is when everybody just goes so hard and fast and gung ho on their resolutions. And then they are just left in a state of dizzying overwhelm and nothing ends up happening in the long run. So this, this is sort of my way to combat that. And this shouldn't be the only time of year that you're working on your goals and your resolutions and the changes that you want to make in your life to make it better. But I do think there is a special power in making new resolutions and intentions this time of year because I believe in the power of numbers. And when this many people are putting this much positive focus and energy out into the universe, I don't think that it can help but have you know some sort of wonderful repercussions. So it cannot hurt at all. I mean, so I think this is something you should do all the time. But I do think this is a very special time, an important time, to put those positive intentions out into the universe. Um, I really do. So that being said, the first thing I think that, that needs to happen, the first thing I think that everyone needs to do is, and I know there's, you know, there's just a lot of truth to, you know, don't look back, just look forward. But I think to really 
know where you want to go. You need to see where you've been. And so the first thing I think that's really important to do is to reflect. And that doesn't mean you need to live in the past, but I do think you need to look back over the last year and think about the good and the bad. Think about what worked. What worked last year? Like, what were the things that you did that helped you get things done or get, you know, live the life that you want to live? And what were the things that got in your way? And was it something you were doing? Was it something you weren't doing? These are things you need to kind of hash out and think about. Did you set goals last year? Did you reach them? What happened if you didn't, you know, like if you didn't reach them, what happened? Like, was it something you could have controlled? Was it something you couldn't control? Could you have had a plan in place that could have combated whatever obstacles came up? Anyway, these are things you need to think about. You need to go over the last year, think about what worked, think about what didn't work, and what do you want to keep moving forward into this year, and what do you want to just leave in the past? Like, What do you need to leave behind? Because if you're carrying it with you, that's going to make it a lot harder to make new changes because it's dead weight and you need to be lighter and you need to be freer and you need to be open and have the space, the mental space and everything else to be able to put these new plans in place and make real change happen. So first step is reflect and it's something that's important. You need to focus on it. You need to do it. You need to let go of what you need to let go of and then you need to move on. Okay. The second thing that you need to be doing is making decisions. So number two is decide. So you don't want to go into the new year with just like a handful of wishes. Like, what's the saying about wishes? (laughs) Anyway, it's not going to work. Like nothing happens. So what you need to do is really think about these things that you want. Narrow down what you really want or consolidate these things. Like if you have a list of 35 resolutions, okay, (laughs) but let's make it a little bit more concise and um, workable and think about what it really means. So for instance, one of my, obviously one of my things is this year is my health. I like I said, I had surgery in the fall on my spine and I haven't been able to exercise in two months, and that's a, that's a long time for someone who exercises for a living. <laughs> so that's part, you know, part of my New Year's resolution is to get back on track with that because now my time is up, you know, my recovery time, I'm now able to start to ease back into activity. And so with that comes, you know, yoga and all the things that I do, strength training and cardio and eating better so that I can fuel my body to be able to heal and get stronger. And, but I'm not, I don't have those all listed out as five different resolutions and, you know, sleep better because be more aware of my sleep because that's part of, I'm not gonna be able to do all these things if I'm not getting any sleep. So, you know, I have that all very, it's all very specific the way I have it planned out. You don't need to know all that, but I have it all broken down into specifics. And then I also, but I don't have a list of 85 things. Like I have that pulled into one 
healthy body, healthy mind. That's, that's one on my list. Number one on my list. That means I'm exercising. I'm eating well. I'm meditating. I'm sleeping well. So kind of, if you can, if you can consolidate some things into one sort of heading so that you can keep, cause I want you to keep this list out or somewhere that you can see it. But if you know what that entails, I mean, it's going to be a lot easier if you're looking at a list of five things versus a list of 35 things. It's just easy to get lost in it. So you know, think about all these things that you want. Make a decision. You're not just wishy-washy. You are really thinking it through and you're deciding. It's not, I kind of want to you know, lose 10 pounds this year. It's like, no, I'm, I am losing 10 pounds this year. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to, you know, do that by X doing X, Y, Z. So make the decision, a firm, hard, fast decision on what you're going to do. So we're not going to wish the year away. We're going to make a decision now and we're going to work it through the year. Um, another thing, you, you know, you need a plan. You can't just go into these things like, Oh, I'm deciding I'm going to do this and then have no idea how you're going to do it. So once you make the decisions that, you know, that you want to make this year, and again, this is something you can revisit and renew and redo all year long. This isn't the only time of year you get this chance, but I think it's a great time to do it. But anyway, I digress. I've already talked about that. Um, you've got to have a plan in place. So once you have your core list of decisions... Um, which I think is even a better way to put it than, you know, resolutions. These are your decisions. Um, you've got to think realistically about your time. And I say this because this is something that I really struggle with. And I have to be very diligent. And that's part of my work this year, too, is setting more realistic time management goals for myself I, when I make a decision that I want to do something, I want it, I want it to, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to have it done by next week. <laughs> like that's, that's not really how that usually works. I mean, maybe sometimes, but so what I'm doing more of now is breaking things out into chunks and then really thinking about if I'm being totally honest with myself, how long is that going to take me? You know, like, so how long does it take me to record a podcast? How long does it take me to prepare for a podcast? How long does it take me to edit the podcast? How long does it take me to get it posted? How long does it take to, you know, these, the details, think about all the details and really break it out and think about how long everything takes you so that you can have, when you're outlining your week or your list for the day or things that need to get done, you really have a true grip on how long it's going to take you. Instead of, you know, and that's another thing I'm, you know, I tend to overload my plate, but I am getting better at if I don't get it done, I move it to the next day. And as long as I can get the majority of the things on my list done, I'm I'm okay. So it's just whatever works for you, but you really, I highly encourage you to be realistic with yourself on your time frames and on your time management. So another thing that you can do to help with that is set your trusty old timer. So really think about like if you have, like I just said, I set, you know, 
10 things to do on my daily list or whatever. Um, if you have some sort of clue about how long those things are going to take, you can, you know, set a timer or say, I'm going to work on each one of these, you know, tasks for 30 minutes each and set your timer and ding, ding, move on to the next one. That way you're at least getting some progress made in all areas instead of, you know, really focusing on one thing and then letting the rest of your life fall by the wayside. I mean, it's just not the way life works. You have more than one thing you need to do. So, and you know, if you juggle home and work, I mean, who doesn't, but if you work from home, like I work, my office is in my house. Like my house is my office. It's my home. It's my gym. It's my everything. (laughs) Everything happens within these walls. So I, it's very easy to get sidetracked. So when I really get honest with myself about time and am diligent on my time management and, you know, use tools. If I'm extra distracted and I bust the timer out and it really, really helps. So I highly encourage you to do that. So the second thing on the list is to decide, make a decision, make a plan. All right. The last thing that I really want to encourage you to do, and this is something that, um, I'm doing a lot more of this year is to dig deeper. And I think this is where a lot of people fall off track. And this is why goals don't get achieved. And this is why resolutions live in January and they don't live the rest of the year. So I think out of all of these, this is probably, I mean, they all work together, but this is the most important piece because this is what's going to keep you on track for the long haul. And this is kind of what's going to help you avoid that resolution hangover that we talked about. Because if you don't do this one thing, none of it's going to take root. So this number three, dig deeper. And what I mean by that, so once you have your list of decisions, this is what I'm doing, I've made up my mind, I want you to go through each one and You're going to play your own personal therapist for a minute. Think about, okay, have you tried to do this before? For for instance, getting healthy or being healthy or working out, you know, getting your body to where you want it. That's a, I use that as an example because it's such a common goal this time of year. You don't even just need to think why. Think about the why beneath the why beneath the why beneath the why. Because this goes so deep. These things that we want, we want them for a reason. And they were put on our heart and they were put in our mind for a reason. And if your reason is that everyone else is doing it, that's not a very good reason and it's not going to get you anywhere. So you need to think about really, really why do I want to do this? And... If it's to make someone, you know, to impress someone else or, you know, why, why do you feel like that? If it's for another person like your spouse or why do you need them to think that way about you? I know this sounds hokey, but if you really start asking yourself the questions and really, if you can ask, just ask why. It's one question. You just ask it over and over again. Because every time you give an answer, then you ask why to that answer, you're going to go another, you know, you're peel back that onion another layer. And this is when 
you know, when you're meditating, this is a great time to do this. You know, think, sit down, sit down with your goal. I mean, even just do just one a day or one a week. I mean, none of this has to be done overnight. And that is the another crucial point. We just talked about that in the last one, but just remember, none of it has to be done overnight. So sit with one goal a day or a week. And when you're doing your morning meditation or whatever, your reflection time, sit with the goal. Think about why do I want to do this? Why? Why is this important to me? And then you know, write it down. I encourage, of course, I always encourage everyone to write everything down because it really does get the brain moving in another way. Think about your answer. Well, why? (laughs) Act like you're three years old and ask why five times in a row. And sometimes I swear to you, it is amazing what comes through and things that you never it never even occurred to you, but the deeper you can go with this, the more these are going to mean to you and you'll really have an understanding and all of it will make so much more sense to you why you wanted this thing in the first place. And then it will make it so much easier to stay true to what it is you've decided to do because you'll understand why you have to do it. Like not why you want to do it, why you have to do it. Why do you have to do this? This is the piece that is going to put it all together and is going to make it matter. It's going to make it matter to you. It's going to be important in your life and it's going to stick. And then you're not going to go through this resolution hangover where you make 800 goals at the beginning of the year. And then by January, you're burned out because you have no, you had no plan. You have no idea what you're doing and the gym's crowded and I just don't care. And I'm so over it. And see you next January. So you will watch people do that. I see it all the time. We all do. Everybody does. You know, everyone has that all around them this time of year, but this can be the year that is different. And if you do these three things, I really truly believe that it will give you such a stronger foothold and the roots will run so much deeper And you'll have more of an understanding and a commitment to these decisions that you've made. And it's just going to make a world of difference in this year is going to be so different for you. And for me and for anyone who puts these, you know, into place. So let's review my tips for avoiding a resolution hangover. Number one, reflect Make it quick, but make it count. Number two, decide. Make real decisions. Make a plan. Number three, dig deeper. Really get into it and see what a difference it makes. And for one final little bonus, I think it's really fun and I encourage you to choose a word for your year. So whether it's one or five, I mean, don't make it 50, but really think about once you have all these plans in place and what's your theme, like what's the theme of the year? Like if there was one word, like that's really going to tie it all together for you this year, what is it? And mine is 
consistent. So I'm going to be consistent this year. I have a lot of plates in the air and I've got a lot going and it's hard for me to be consistent with everything. And that is what all my goals are centered around is tying all that together in a consistent way. And then I also used my reflection on last year to come up with a couple of extra, you know, sub words. And for me this year, those are focused and proactive. I am paying attention. I am not living my life in reaction to what is happening around me. I am being proactive and making the decisions and charting my own course. So that's how it's all tying together for me this year. And I hope that these tips are helpful for you. And I would love to know what your words are. So um, comment on social media when I post this this um, podcast, and I would love to know or comment on the website and let everybody know what your words are. So what are your words for this year and what it means to you? And I just I was just so curious to see what everyone's are because everyone's path is so different, but we're all on it together. It's amazing. It's an amazing journey. And I'm so excited to be a part of it with you. And I'm so happy that you allow me to be a part of it with you. So, oh, almost forgot to tell you about my Full Circle Members Club. So this is really exciting. And sorry, guys, it's just for the ladies. I am taking a new course this year and adding this whole other element to my business. Um, You know, I do, you know, 90% of my business is in person and I work with clients one-on-one and I adore doing that. I love it. I get to work with the coolest people and most of them are women, which is what has sparked this idea. And I've thought so many times in my head, I just wish all these girls could get together (laughs) because it's always just the two of us and all those people are so awesome. And I just feel like they would bring value to each other's lives also. And so that's what sparked this idea. And then I kind of started, you know, hashing it out and planning it out and came up with this idea for the full circle community. And I named it that because when I was thinking about it, my whole, you know, and my, my tagline for my business from the very get go years ago has been be fit, be well, be amazing. There's not just one aspect to it. It's all of it. So it's more than having strong muscles. It's more than having, um, a calm mind. It's more than, you know, having style. It's, it's all of it. You have to do all of it and make, we are, especially as women, you know, whether we're working or we're moms or we're all of the above, there's a lot that goes into living a balanced life as a woman in today's world. And I wanted to create a place that would encourage and nurture all of those aspects of being a woman today. And so membership will come with, it's a monthly membership and it comes with online workouts every, every month, recorded meditations, And then also what I think is the coolest part, honestly, is the private Facebook community. So it's going to consist of just members of this community, and it's a great way for like-minded women to come together 
and go on this journey at the same time. So, you know, you'll all have access to the workouts and meditations, and we're going to have a book club if you want to participate. And that's the thing is you can participate in whatever you want to. So it will all be there for you and you can use what works best for you at the time, but I will, it is going to be full of resources for women today who are looking for a place to go, a safe community where they can just be together, be themselves, learn together, grow together, and come together to become an awesome, strong female community. So I am so excited about this, and I'm working on it right now and hopefully launching in the next couple months. So I'm putting together some amazing content, and I am, I've not been so excited about anything in a long time. So I'm so, so, so excited, and I will keep you posted. But so just, you know, oh, and if you want to know, if you want to make sure that you are in the know when it comes out and when it's ready... Um, go to my website and subscribe on the email list because that's how I'll be putting it out in the world. So, or follow me on Facebook at Mandy Lee Yoga and Fitness or on Instagram at Mandy W. Lee. Mandy has two E's, Lee has two E's, lots of E's in my name. So, Mandy Lee Yoga and Fitness or Mandy W. Lee on Instagram. And I'm going to be posting it everywhere, of course. But the best way is probably to subscribe by email on my website so you do not miss it at all. So that's MandyLeeFitness.com. Head over there and subscribe. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I really hope that you will take the time to subscribe, to share it with anyone that you feel like could use this message. And if you could give me a review or rate me on iTunes, it would be amazing and I would love you forever. So I hope that this was useful for you, it resonated with you, and it leaves you even more inspired to take on this new year full steam ahead. I'm so excited. This is going to be an awesome year for all of us. Yay, 2018. All right, have an awesome day, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye.